Hey everybody, welcome back to a Strange Films Podcast. Hope you guys had a great holiday weekend. I know me and my family did. I uh, almost wasn't able to put out an episode today, but tricked you. Got you one for uh, your listening pleasure. This week I get to speak to Blake Hall. He's a writer, he's a musician, he's an actor, he's a filmmaker. Uh, his name you may have seen popped up a few times in the Strange Films family because he's been a part of numerous of productions, whether on screen or behind the scenes. He has a film out called Cadence that he made a couple years back. That's on YouTube. It's in the show notes as well that we talk about. But the biggest thing is uh, his newest movie called Fallacy that we talk all about that's coming out next year. Uh, this conversation, it goes pretty deep with a lot of different um, philosophical points of views, our inner monologues. Yeah, Augie. Augie's in here if you didn't know. Um, you know, we talk about mental health a little bit. We just talk about a lot of deep, deep stuff. And uh, Blake is the kind of guy that if you don't know him, you may think everything he's saying is either making sense or doesn't make any sense at all. But that's okay because uh, he has a heart of gold. He's a great guy. And uh, it was just really, really good sitting down with him. I, I miss these conversations I used to have with him quite a bit. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, check him out on the show notes, like I said, and uh, sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Now they're on. Awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude. Oh, that's okay, dude. Oh, man. You might have to remind me a few of the pointers. Yeah, I'll lead you back into <laughs> it. Oy, oy, oy. Well, I just pulled a... I'm actually uh, going to refer this to uh, Jordan Fraley's experience on podcasting not too long ago he was on a podcast show and they went 25 minutes and they were like oh we didn't record sorry can we start all over and he, uh, so i just pulled one of those i went only like seven minutes though so well it was recording i will say that it just uh it was recording through the computer speaker and microphone versus our microphones and that it's, it wasn't going to sound good. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. But, dude, you were saying some good shit. Oh, great, man. So well, we'll get back, let's back get up. back. Let's, let's pedal back to it, okay? Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, Blake Hall. How's it going, everybody? All right, Blake. <laughs> well, this is all right for me because I think I kind of screwed up my intro anyways. I was a little slippery there. But anyways, so I am with Blake Hall. He's a writer. He's an actor. He's a filmmaker. What's up? A musician. He's done all kinds of cool stuff. I've known this man for coming up five years, I believe. Yeah, we're just about at five years. 2018, right? Yep. And um, uh, this was kind of on a whim. I wanted to put out an episode for you guys today. I got off work a little early, and Blake was available. I just gave him a call, and he was ready to rock and roll. Yeah, spur so, in the moment. I love it. I love it, too, man. It's, it's, again, I've already said this to you like three times, but it's just been too long, man. Dude, it's been too long. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're busy. You. you know, we're busy. We're I'm busy. busy. We're doing our thing, yeah, man. Yeah, busy and we're, we're going to get the hanging out. And you're out. making a movie right now. I am. Yeah, and I've just been, I've been on the wavelength of that. I've been yeah, working on a feature-length film called Fallacy. I've been mm -hmm. working on this movie for almost two years now. And I believe what you were, yeah, we were kind of talking about my transition from my short film Cadence to Fallacy. Yes. Um, so I made Cadence back in 2020, and I was very satisfied with the product overall. I think that was my... Uh, I would probably say that's my favorite work as far as just getting across a successful like technical work, technical piece. Um, however, I made it, and I think I instantly kind of built this bone that I wanted to make I just something of a something of a different kind of movie altogether. Like I realized I had the potential to make a movie, and now I just really want to put my soul into it. Is I guess you could say for this one, right? And I think in order to do that, I just really needed to take some time, as I've learned a lot of directors do when they're you know kind of in their throughout their twenties um, to just really figure out 
what exactly I want to do. Like, I, I feel like I have this a certain ability to do something, and I just want to make sure I say it right, basically. Because mm-hmm. we were just talking about some of the themes we were just talking about was where you you feel like it was almost like cadence to fallacy was almost like um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was like you you tried too hard almost with cadence. Almost tried and you too wanted, hard. You want to tell your story organically yes. with like your inspiration and your techniques. One hundred percent too. Like it was. Like it was kind of you forced Cadence to come out in a way. Kind of is true, yes. And I think me and you, I remember when we talked about it. I just wanted to force something right out of me, yeah. Yeah, well, you were kind of like hell bent on doing everything and 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 just jumping right into it. And I kept trying to tell you, like, hey, just yeah. remember these factors and all these other things that are not going to go your way. Like before you, you know, I was yeah. trying to tell a little you. Naivete. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to just tell you some advice, like like realistic advice that will, will happen on set or will happen in the process For and sure. everything like that. And, but I mean, I, I watched that movie and I think, I think like you said, maybe some things uh, were either forced or it wasn't maybe executed exactly the way yeah, you like, maybe envisioned I, it. I think the third act is mostly what I, the way I feel. I think I, I had something pretty good with the first two acts, but I think that I just kind of wish I had came up with a stronger third act. The I third that's act the is, pressure. Yeah. That's the pressure I've been kind of building up. I'm like, I really need to make sure that, that third act is the best part, I, or at least the part I'm putting the most of myself into, right. regardless how it comes out. But yeah, but overall, even with between the entire film from start to finish, I feel like it's very much you. Mm-hmm. I do think awesome. that because, that's awesome. um, yeah. and like we mentioned before, fucked up here uh you your first film was uh hidden places right yes yeah, and that was a 17 early film and that was like your first real shot at filmmaking yeah that was right? my first one and yeah and that was like, entirely a blueprint reel like i'm not I, I think it was another also a good technical achievement i, th- I think that I think next to Cadence, I don't really think about it too much, but it's mm-hmm. still, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I got that one under my belt. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell, like you, like you said, the blueprint was there, but yeah. Cadence, I would I would consider maybe your first real attempt of making a film. It's my first real work. And you, yeah, it looks good. We had Josh on there, or you had Josh on there that yeah. we worked with on Pandora. Right. Um, yeah, much thanks for that. Like that. Yeah, meeting him has yeah really been good for me. And as far and as and he's all back that. with you now on yeah he's been, yeah filming a lot of fallacy with me also. Yeah. So yeah. so that. So I am really interested to see where you take fallacy and what yeah. you do with it. So tell us again a little bit about that organic view that now you have with fallacy and what you've been applying yourself into and what, what changed again? I think a lot of it just comes down to a, a certain scope. Um, you know, I think that coming into this, um, I do think that I've acquired something of a fresh lens on how to organically write characters and just really not let it feel like I don't really want like there to be an overbearing directorial presence. I kind of want the story to really feel like novelistic, like just really, really let the story speak for itself. Like I want a lot of chaos in the story, but I want like the directing to feel very contained and like it's very, very almost a dry kind of tone almost. Like I think I just and I think I had to take a couple of years to really find that in myself in a sense. You know, I think I've always had a lot of buzz and ideas, and I think I've realized with age that I've always kind of had this filmmaking eye in me, but now I just. Yeah, like, you know, like I've told you, I think I've had a realization of just naivete while after making Cadence. I think that's where a lot of my unsatisfaction was because I'm like, I believe I know I have what it takes to make this, but I really do need to have more realism in my execution as storytelling and just kind of getting just getting everything together to really make a memorable movie and make it really look as good as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten about an hour's worth of footage out in the jungle. I'm really satisfied with all the shots so far. I think all the scenes are, you know, the most... Yeah, I feel like they're the most colorful of personality that I've ever done I've, so, so far in my life. So I, I do feel really satisfied to be at that point with it. I'm very excited to see. Are you 
is there a part of it where you're kind of worried that maybe there's an abstract view of the film and, uh, entirely what maybe viewers might think versus like where you're seeing it's funny i probably should be thinking about that a little more i think i I actually don't feel too anxious about it right now um it could you know it could turn out to be a little bit of overconfidence i'm coming out of me right now but at this time like i think i see i i kind of have a faith that it's 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 a little bizarre but i think that the scenes individually are entertaining enough to be very to be at least uh, very interesting, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like it may like be like what the hell kind of in a story sense, but I hope it kind of adds up. Again, I think David Lynch is my biggest. Is I'm not even really like thinking about it, but I think David Lynch is naturally the director that's kind of seeping out of me the most while making this. Just kind of going for, I guess like a sense of surrealism, something very dark and warped, but also like something of a mystic optimism hovering over the air. Also, um, I kind of like the. I've always liked the balance of just kind of. You know, just a really optimistic outlook and a really pessimistic, ugly, you know, outlook. And I think when I made Cadence, I can definitely see the ugliness came out pretty well. But I think here I just kind of want to harness that with just a little bit more of like a scope behind it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if it's ugly, I just kind of want it. I just want it to make sense that it's ugly, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Not just be like, okay, well, that was that was kind of weird, you know. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I, it may be weird, but I hope it like kind of I, I think it's more important to walk away with. Well, okay, I felt something from that. Mm. I really felt something. I really want this to kind of speak like it's a song, you know. And I think that's sort of the another influence I find comes out of me. Like when I made Cadence, I realized that jazz is my biggest like music influence when making movies. Like there's something very jazz like about just being on the spot as a, as a director, um, you know, just kind of feeling like you know, it's like a, it's you're like you're literally trying to capture a song through you know visuals in a, in a weird kind of way. Yeah, like the effect and the feeling of one. And yeah, that's just a lot of it. I've just been trying to harness, you know, because I, I built mo- about most of my confidence growing up through stage performance. I, I played in a band growing up as a, as a bassist. Um, so that's where I got most of my confidence, I think, to really, um, you know, just to, just to really go out and just yeah, go above and beyond and do things. And I realized that now I'm at a point where I'm not stage performing. So like, okay, I really don't. And I kind of realized this after making Cadence that I really like didn't have as much of a, don't have as much of a leg to stay on as I thought I did. So now I have to build the pieces myself, you know, like how can I feel that way when I played on stage for myself, when I need to feel that way, you know, literally to have the confidence and courage to pull something off like this, because, you know, it's about courage. It really is. And I I will, I will freely admit that's probably my weakest link in the process. I do have a lot of courage struggle, you know, because it's like, there's days where I'm like, yeah, I'm so strong about this. But then sometimes I can realize that it's like too, so much strength that it's like, okay, there's some naivete there that, as time passes, it kind of reveals itself to me, you know, mm. and I think that's why I've been taking time on this because I really just want to, yeah, I really want to get that, that tone correctly. I don't, yeah, like it's okay to kind of have that whimsicalness, but I don't really want it to be naive exactly. I, I want it to actually kind of have a bit of a harsh kind of tone all throughout, or at least just, yeah, I really want you to feel something basically. A lot of 90s kind of, you know, a lot of 90s art is kind of coming to me right now also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I feel like the main goal is to just, yeah, just we just just kind of want you to feel something at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Yeah, man, I I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. And as long as I've known you, you've kind of always had this battling confliction within yourself of what am I capable of versus my dreams versus reality as well as... I'm I'm almost too far-fetched of a dreamer. I'm like to a point where it can almost get dumb. So it's like... (laughs) But the thing is for for me is that, you know, when we started hanging out, um, it's pretty much... I was through a Facebook cast and call essentially as I was just looking for someone to help me out with strange films and be a part of what I do. Cause I needed like a group of people and you were the guy who reached out Yeah, and you had some, you had the passion and the dreams and the knowledge of lots of movies mm. and you've shown me tons of movies and music that I've, you know, that that's an, an influenced and inspired me yeah, over man. the years. No, that's awesome. Um, 
and you had, you know, a little creativity behind you as far as like directing some stuff and, you know, musically, of course. But, uh, you know, we, you, you always had something with you, man, as far as like, you, you know, we got you in some acting stuff yeah. with our films where you've been in music videos. Uh, you helped shoot, you do the behind the scenes with a lot of stuff. A lot of the films we worked on Pandora together. You went up to Philadelphia with me, shot yeah, things. Man. So it's kind of like you've always had this little like creative bug and i feel like you have you've always had the strength to do it's anything there. that you want yeah but you kind of always I get overwhelmed by you'll enough. get overwhelmed and you'll kind of back into a corner and yeah. then it will take you months and months to get out of it, it literally <laughs> to, to kind of come back out and say okay this is the next thing i want to work on and i think that's why i think i really needed a couple of years to understand why i do that in the first place because i'm like i know i do it but i'm like i really don't know why but i just know i do get gradually better in time whenever i do whenever i retreat like that for a little while and i think i truly never really had a moment in my life where I had full isolation for a little while. I kind of saw, I think I see a lot of the light and dark of it after having a year of that, mostly just having that to myself. And yeah, no, no I definitely see next year. I, de- I absolutely want to make sure I'm, yeah, I, I think it's healthy to have a balance. You know, there's a point where just too much of that isolation, it can really make you out of touch with reality in a certain way to even where it affects your art. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Or, and it also just like, yeah, you just, you know, just don't really get intimate with too many people. After a while, there is a certain kind of cripple, you know, a rottenness that can kick in inside mm. that just, that's ugly. You know, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to spread that to anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be better than that. So, well, and then the other thing I, that I've always known with you and, and has experienced with you is that you are, you've always been very, like I like to say philosophical because yeah, that's, just like, that's just the easiest term to put it in. <laughs> I don't even but know. But you yeah. insightful or you're at least like aware of, I like to be kind of, of like yeah. your inner monologue and you I try to, yeah. As and then sometimes I have to force out the conversation out of you so you we do. can really see what's going on. Yeah. But you're more extroverted talk- dude than I am. Well, I'm I'm very introverted. Don't get me wrong, but I am like I've just learned how to turn the extroverted on. Yeah. And then it wears out. I mean, there's you know, there's times where it's too much extroverted and I got to like turn it off and, and retreat for a few days and stay introverted, you know, and then yeah. there's uh, too much introverted and I have to be extroverted. You know, it's like I'm always there's a balance for me where I get the best out of both of it now. But it is, you know, I, I used to be way introverted and didn't know what extroverted was like. And then when I realize I like being extroverted and doing things, and it gives me confidence and I think it in, inspires me to do more you know, creative stuff. That's awesome. Host things or do whatever, but it does wear me down because in my personally, I'm always been an introvert. Dude, yeah, no, I understand that, man. You've always had that kind of, you're always on the go kind of energy when I see you, whenever I'm around you. Like, I feel like you're, you always kind of have a certain gear kind of in motion. Yeah, I think it's just because I'm never, you know, I don't stop thinking and I'm always like trying to craft my ideas together and I'm always like working on something, even if it's just mentally, you know, and, but, um, you know, when I'm around people, I like to bring my best self out. Yeah, too, man. You know? no, you're really good about that. Sometimes I don't do the best job of that, but for the most part, I try to, you know, yeah, push it a little extra until I go home. You know, and but, I, I always own up. I could be more consistent, but I, I think like I go in waves where I'm like, there's moments where I'm like really good, and there's moments where yeah, I can retreat pretty hard. But yeah, yeah, but you've always been the guy in our group that's, you know, will hang out even casually and then all of a sudden we're on this like two hour conversation about life and we'll get yeah we always get there whenever we see each other we just gotta get kind of like set the scene basically yeah set ourselves like i mean in 20 today is for the moment here you are now we're here we are having a great conversation yeah i mean well and i love these conversations we used to do them all the time you know we used to at 
listen to music at night and just just talk for hours about yeah. everything and and i just listened to the uh podcast that you and uh john did yeah uh, yeah oh, i really love doing that it was it was good it was, was, yeah, good. It was really good yeah you guys uh got into a pretty deep into <laughs> conversation stuff and that's what i mean like it's like it's always like when those i always appreciate when the platform actually calls for it because i'm like i might sound like a madman if i don't if it's not the right platform right, for right. me in a way because i'm like it's, it's like the thoughts can be like nice and but I, I think I have had to come to grips, and this is what I never saw really until very recently. But like, it can almost be a narrow-minded thing. Also, if I go on too much about that, it's like you know, mm. it's, it's like I'm almost like, okay, are you are you are you part of the world anymore? Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I think I think I've even called you out on that a few times. Yeah, just yeah. being like, you know, if you're you'll have like this way of thinking or something, and then I've noticed it's the same way of thinking you've had for you notice my patterns years or something, or yeah. after something happens, you you go into it and then I'll, I'll present all the stuff I need to tell you about. But then like, you're like going, you're like trying to still like dig the hole and years are faster. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Blake, just you're, you're putting too much thought into that. You know, like, but I get it a lot. Yeah, no, it's kind of, I'm like, yeah, I, I see something to it. Like, I understand why I also need to like know why it happens instinctually, but also know that, okay, there is something that's kind of crazy about that. Like, or it's just unnecessary. Like you don't need to, you just don't need to drive yourself crazy or put yourself through hell all the time. Really. It's kind of what it comes down to. It's almost like an instinct. Like, I think I have to do this, but I right. really don't. It comes just, yeah, just anxiety in general. But so yeah. And, try, I, and you try to chill it you, as you get older, you know, it's like, yeah, what good is all that? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, but no, one of these, one of the things that me and you've talked about before, and you've mentioned, I think, is um, maybe you indulge yourself too much into movies. Oh yeah, over the years. Oh yeah, and that's that's also kind addict. of affected you. In interesting ways. I'm, yeah, I think I'm interesting ways. I'm literally confused by it because it's a pro and a con almost. I, like I could see how it, it, it's almost a product of over over isolation. But I really do find after the buzz of that, my best material does kind of come out of me because I've watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird middle ground. I always try to find that, like, I watch a lot of stuff, and then there's a point where I'm like, okay, I feel kind of rotten. Like, I've over-detached myself, so now I need to kind of ground myself to reality again. You know, and it's just kind of an endless cycle, really. So Yeah. I mean, do you try to, do like maybe do a balance now kind yeah, of like I like healthy it. healthy habits of viewing I seek it like I, I I still watch a lot of stuff but yeah no I try to like I'll watch something and then I need to do something just to feel kind of fulfilled enough yeah. to like yeah I feel like I just like earned it for myself of course you know I think you know like my standards could always be a little higher on that but I think that'll come as I make this movie next year I think a lot of it's just maybe just like I haven't finished this movie fallacy yet so I think a lot of it's just I think I have a weird OCD-ness about me of like, I think growing up, I just always had these dreams of doing this stuff. And now that I'm here, I think like something to me just explodes and I'm like, okay, I can't fuck this up. I have to do this a certain way. And I know it's crazy. Like I, I know, I feel like you never, I never see you get this way. That's the thing. And you're probably looking at me like, you don't have to do this, man. Like, um, Well, don't, don't think like that. Cause I, I mean, certain madness, I think there's always a madness for every artist, dude. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I present myself very well, and I'll never let anyone know I'm freaking out. But my <laughs> inner monologue and my anxiety and my depression and everything yeah. else that built makes me screams and 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 you know tells me I'm a loser and tells me like you can't fuck this up like you've like he comes a kill was my biggest challenge. Dude, dude. Yeah, and, hey, that was amazing by the way. Thank you, man. Um, we, thank yeah, you. No, I absolutely loved it. And you were part of that. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> a little so, scene. Yeah, no, yeah. That was, yeah. I think that's your. Yeah, that's my favorite work you've done. Thanks, man. Uh, I think it's the best thing I've done so far, and uh, but it was a huge learning process, and it was also, um, you know, what happened when he comes to kill was how I normally start films, which is writing something very simple, 
um, in the, in the vein of like, this is going to be a short film. Like this is going to be maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes at most. Like that's what it was intended for. Um, I wrote it. I wrote a very short script for it. And then it just kind of, you know, grew and grew and grew. And the next thing you know, I have like a 50 page. Well, it wasn't even 50 pages. It's still like only 35 pages or something like that. But I ended up rewriting it so much and adding all these characters and casts and locations and everything. Next thing you know, I have like pretty much like a micro feature film on my hands and I planned out six weekends of shooting. So I remember like, you know, before I started the first shoot, I was like, what did I get myself into? Like, it was almost kind of like I went on autopilot without even realizing it. And I just kind of set the ground, set the hype, set the fucking cast and everything for a huge movie. And I was, it came down to starting a shoot and I was like, what did I just do? What am I, what did I get myself into? Like six fucking weekends of shooting, like every weekend. (laughs) And, and all these casts and characters and everything like that. And I was still getting like complications coming up and up and up. And I'd always like, you know, you, you, you start, once you do it, then I was kind of like, okay, well there's no turning back. So I got to like get it done and, yeah. and everything. But you know, you, as you're shooting, as you're editing and as things are falling apart, but you try to quickly patch it back together. I'm, I'm still sitting here like, <laughs> well like what is this even you know like i'm freaking out you know i'm freaking out it it, i didn't really start not freaking out until the last thing was shot once i got it like all the scenes shot and i didn't have to go out and shoot anymore and i could just edit at home then i felt a lot more like comfortable like okay i did it like i got that done no matter what what happens out of the edit um at least I went and shot the whole thing, yeah. you know, but there is like, is there a certain willpower? For yeah. Sure. And even like little things, I mean like doing the podcast, like I have to like, I don't know. There's like, it's a commitment to it, you know? So, and I like it. I really love it, but there's also like the challenge of it. There's also the consistency and there's everything like that goes like, who am I going to talk to this week? Or who am I going to, who do I want to get on the show? And how do I do this? And do, you know, it, it's just everything I've ever done. There's always been like that inner, monologue that's been like very scared and very uh you know just kind of anxiety driven and stuff like that but i i you know i've done a good job of just hiding that and just kind of i take that anxiety and i just push it straight into the creativity yeah, that's what it is break through the anxiety and it, it literally is just like creative smart coming out of you yeah, yeah that's kind of what it is I, I think that's the best way one. to handle it you know and then if, even if you can't push it creatively i think you have to angle it somewhere else so yeah. like for me before I had a son, I would always like just go to the gym or something, or you know, I'd go on a hike or do whatever. Yeah. Like now, it's like okay, well, maybe I'll just hang out with the kiddo for a while, or you know, or I can write something instead, or I can go, I can do anything, you know. I it's, and sometimes it is just let me just watch a movie, yeah. forget about it, you know. Like so, sometimes you have to like angle that anxiety and just to something else that's a little bit more positive and that's gonna you know, heighten your senses and thoughts and everything like that. And you can, and then eventually that anxiety won't be as heavy and you can just focus back on the creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what happens. I find anxiety typically goes in waves and whenever it's at its all time worst, it kind of does require like a certain willpower inside to just know that it's going to pass, you know, and just like know that it is going to contribute towards, yeah, just get it. Yeah. Getting done what you need to get done. But yeah, it can just, it can definitely, be like a trick. And I think that's honestly another thing I really needed some time to really acquire. It's just like how to handle those most anxious moments without, yeah, just, just really, I just really want to have myself together when I feel that way, basically, you know, not 
you know, I don't, I don't want to wear anxiety. I don't like wearing it at all. Like mm-hmm. I really just like to, yeah, kind of let that be like a mental thing spark. Just cause I know, I know it'll pass. Like once you get confident about it, it's like, yeah, I can handle it. I'll just, I'll yeah. just feel it, feel it out and not, yeah, I try not to wear it so much. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you, I've, I've seen you do, I've seen you at your best. I think I've seen you maybe not. I don't like to say your worst, but yeah, like you see me heavy, low moments, low, lower moments yeah, and stuff like it. that. But I mean, my, my worst is just, a, it's just kind of sporadic. Like it's just like, yeah, it just seems like my thoughts just like the, the thoughts may not be bad, but they just, they just may not be the most stable or it's just like, mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm putting myself through an unnecessary amount of hell. I think yeah. that's how someone put it. I'm like, that's actually pretty accurate. Like, yeah. okay, you don't need to put yourself through hell for no reason. You know? <laughs> I, I'm guilty of it, so I'm trying to get better. Now that I see it, I'm like, oh man, I ha- I do I have been doing that for a lot of my life. Mm, Jeez. Yeah. Well, let's let's take this to another direction here. Um, let's let's go with like your music, man. Yeah, so man. you you play bass uh, mo- mostly. You can play guitar. Yeah, I play guitar, um, drums. Yeah, but mostly rhythm guitar. But yeah, I, I do play a lot of guitar. Yeah. Um. So I know you said that. There's a lot of music involved with yes. fallacy, and this is a big. So what's this? What's this whole thing about? And kind of what, you know, what what are you get, get putting into this? Yeah, so I'll give you a little backstory on kind of like what what a lot of this has been. Also, um, and this is another reason I've been taking a lot of time because um, a I grew up playing a lot of music, and the funny thing I think I realized is that when I first started this, I kind of thought of myself as a very like yeah I know I'm a good musician, but I just don't I I never really found myself as a confident musician. I think that's the underlining word confident. So um, I've just been kind of referring back to, you know, my times of growing up, I knew a lot of musicians and I kind of realized how much I kind of fed off of other musicians to kind of help me kind of have a platform as a bassist. And it's kind of been literally like a story of, okay, now I'm like 10 years later and now I have to figure out how, how, how in the hell they, they did that, you know, individually. Now, now I need to do that for myself. It's like, I have the talent for it, but I just need that, um, yeah, I just need that consistency to really have just just to execute exactly what I want to do. But anyways, what I'm doing with the music is um, because the whole movie is really based off of my you know my passion of music growing up, just playing a lot. I always feel like I had an unspecified dream or goal towards playing a lot of that stuff growing up, and I think I'm finding okay, I was kind of building up to doing something like this. Um, the movie's gonna have a lot of music in it. Um, I'm gonna record a soundtrack separately um, from a, fic- a fictional band named The Collectives, and that's the band that the movie focuses on. And I've got, I'm working with a couple other musicians right now, and we're recording songs right now, actually. Um, yeah, there's going to be 12 songs total. Mostly wow. alternative rock, kind of shoegaze-inspired, I would say. But I've um, I've released a demo of the song Coin Tossed on Instagram so far. Um, and I would say a lot of it does, yeah, like alternative rock. There's a lot of, yeah, kind of grunge, grunge kind of energy going in also. Just trying to make it really, because I'm trying to really capture the year 1991. Mm. That's another reason I'm really kind of taking a while. I know I'm giving a lot of reasons to do that, but it's because I'm kind of looking at a time right before I was born. I'm like, what did the world look like right before I was born? I think I always had a subconscious, just like you know, desire to just to understand just what where, where were people, what were people like, you know, what was the wavelength of you know art in general, like just a little bit before we were around. Mm-hmm. And I just find that a lot interesting, and I kind of see how subconsciously a lot of that might have influenced me in my youth and stuff. So I think I just get really interested by that. So with recording a whole like soundtrack outside the the movie itself i mean that's that's pretty ambitious itself i mean i mean is that like is that what you knew you wanted to do from it right is. from the start like yeah. you're like i want to i need to Definitely. make the film but i also need to make a whole separate the soundtrack. soundtrack and it's become like a real personal project too because you know I've been, i know i've been teasing a lot of stuff like um you know because i'm kind of making this trying to like i kind of want to like reach like certain people i knew growing up in my youth and i'm, I'm kind of trying to make like because i grew up with a lot of guys who knew musicians who were like musicians and now it's almost like they kind of inspire me to, to listen to a lot of music and play it. Now it's like, I almost kind of want to like, I'm almost kind of making it for, 
I'm not saying I'm making it for them, but I'm just really like honing in that influence. I'm like, I was around some really interesting people, like, you know, growing up, I really did know some interesting minded minds. And I kind of want to like free bird artistic types. And I just kind of want to figure out how to find my own voice. Like I realized, I think that I think what, like I might have like a lot of thoughts, but sometimes they can just be very sporadic. And I think I really admire people who just kind of hone it down a little bit you know, better than I can. And I just really, I look back and I'm like, I saw musicians who could do that. And I just realized that's what I need to do to make this soundtrack happen. I got the songs all written. I've gotten, you know, I got a band line up and we were recording all the songs, but I want to get to where I could play these live. You know, wow. I think, I think I just really need to get that, that confidence mustered back. Cause I think that's going to, I think that's going to help me out in a lot of ways, you know, mm-hmm. moving on to my thirties. Yeah. Are you are you just playing guitar in the band? Are you singing or? Oh uh, yeah, I'm singing and playing bass right okay, now. Yeah, okay. I, may, I may play rhythm guitar also, cause we're, but we're just kind of in the studio right now. And just I'm, trying to figure out. Yeah, me and a guy named Ryan Smith. Yeah, my name Ryan Smith. He's been playing a lot of drums, and okay. my friend Caleb Henderson's been play, playing piano on it also. Oh sweet. Yeah, we've had a good time just rehearsing, jamming, a lot of jazz influence going into it also. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've just been kind of gradually practicing and then, yeah, yeah. Here in this next month, January, um, yeah, I'll be filming about 30 more minutes of fallacy, but I'm going to be really honing in on getting this whole soundtrack recorded. So I yeah. can just get so yeah, get it released. I, I'm really excited to put it out there. So will you have, so do you want to make sure that both the soundtrack and the film's complete before you yes. release? Exactly. Yes. hundred percent. I, I think as I'm directing the movie, I see more what the soundtrack needs. Like, I think I have a very abstract outlook on things where it's like, and you probably like might see something of like a. Or it's like, I'm, I I feel like I, I know what I'm saying, but man, it is hard to put into words what the hell am I, I'm thinking exactly. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think, I, I think I, I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy where I, I kind of need to go through a flow of, of like other, other people's thoughts. I need to kind of put myself out there and not think so much about my thoughts so I can come back and actually understand what, the, that's how I almost meet an understanding of what I'm trying to do in the first place. Because I'm one of those guys, I'm like a scatterbrain where it's like, the ideas make sense, but I don't really know what the hell I'm saying. Almost mm-hmm. in a weird, I know it's weird, but I guess in a lot of ways it is kind of like a, there's a certain surrealism to it all. And I'm almost just trying to admire that even I'm just kind of a nutcase in the end of the day. And I kind of like it. I just, I'm kind of learning to love it. I think people listening to this will either be like, wow, I, I get everything he's saying. Or they're like, what the fuck is yep, he saying? Either way, one or the other. What's it going to be? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like. You've never, um, yeah, I mean, that part of you, that quality of you has been true since the day I met you. I yep. will say that. Yeah, hopefully it's a healthy kind. I try to be the good kind and not the cr- not, not too crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't That's think you're too crazy. I think sometimes we'll have to reel you back every once in a while. Yeah. But for the most part, you stay. I too much of a sad sack. I got to yeah, chill on that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I let myself do that because I don't like to do that. I, I know it's, that's another thing. It's just I like to embrace moods of all kinds because I think that's what brings me to an understanding too as far as what I'm doing. Sometimes that can be a lot, but yeah, yeah. That's true. I guess part of just anxiety is chill it, you know, Come right. on, don't wear that. That's, that's, that's just too harsh for everybody mm-hmm. and yourself. Most of all, have you thought about doing your own podcast? Yeah, dude. I actually was thinking about that yeah. the other day. I kind of want to just review movies. I might actually do other stuff too. I know I, we were just talking about how I have an overconsumption of that in the first yeah. place, but yeah, I kind of want to do a podcast and just, yeah, just talk about like albums. I might just mm-hmm. review, yeah, just review miscellaneous things. I wonder if it would be beneficial if you had someone, to be like your co-host that you could b- yeah. constantly bounce those you thoughts. <laughs> Maybe we could set something up. I don't know, man. I'm already running two podcasts. Yeah, right I know now. you're. Been, yeah, you're, you're going on it. Uh, but yeah, I would cool. be a. I'd be a guest spot on yeah, there man. for sure. Talk to John. Um, maybe two. Yeah, uh, but no, I because I I know you do really well when you when you do have someone next to you talking I do. about like, anything. You know, because we, we've done interviews before together. Sometimes um, I do better when I have someone kind of guide me to like the right places to say. Because I, I I and that's another thing. Like, I find like sometimes if I just 
yeah, if, if I just walk in and start saying, sometimes I, I make no sense, but if I have a crowd of people kind of prompt me on where to start, then mm-hmm. I can take off a lot better, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you were doing some like YouTube reviews on like movies and music. I was at, for a little, for a little bit. There. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were doing that. And I was like writing for your the El Burrito blog. Yeah, the El Burrito. R.I.P. El Burrito. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, man. That's where it all started. That yeah. is, dude. Yeah, no, that, yeah. it really is. We got I got some good blogs in there at the time. We did. That was a really that was a cool thing. It was just so hard to keep up with just yeah. you know me and you basically. I think COVID came around. We were just I think it just everything kind of just dropped. <laughs> yeah, it's like what do we do? You know. Yeah, what do you do? It was a lot. So we we, we need a bit of a, a general of, of general flow of you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. Maybe a blog will come back in the day one day. I like the podcasting now though. I think that's. I think a good, that's a perfect format. It's a I good really avenue. I really like hearing all your podcasts. I think they're all really good. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. You've always been a fan. Always, man. I always <laughs> am a fan, dude. No, I mean it's hard to meet like like-minded filmmakers in the first place. So just knowing that you guys have that, and then also happen to be really cool people, it just it works out. Yeah, really there's cool a new um, there's a new emerging film scene I think going on in the area. I, uh, I, I got to introduce you to a couple people. Uh, and you're one of the runners, man. With your to, here comes the kill. I feel like that's an honest blueprint. I really hope more people see it. It's, yeah, it's truly I mean, fantastic. Honestly, um, you know, it's got it, well. We had that great. Oh, you didn't get to go to the screening. Um, yeah, no, I was literally filming that day. I was, yeah, I was we had a, that, that in the line. We had an awesome premiere. I mean, it was like I'm pretty sure every seat was taken except for a couple. <laughs> awesome you know. to hear that. Yeah, great premiere. Um, it it's been doing really well on YouTube. Uh, everywhere I've shared it, and everyone who has seen it has just given me like really great feedback and everything. I just posted it somewhere on. Um, there's a new like social media app called Slasher. Um, it's, it's like Slasher app, and it's basically it's like a Facebook except it's for horror like like people who love horror movies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat. And someone referred it to me on Twitter. They were like, I was tweeting with Strange Films, and they're like, Have you ever heard of Slasher? So I checked it out, and um, uh, yeah, it's neat. I mean, it's it's really like in the early stages, so it's nothing like too complex or anything like that. But uh, I posted the movie there, and someone watched it, and they reposted it, and and it was kind of cool because they reposted it and said that uh, they recognize like three of the actors. <laughs> they recognize the the Burn the Book Cafe in in Maryville. Um, they not they grew up in Knoxville and all that stuff. So it was like they loved it even more because of all those reasons. Um, but then a bunch of other people checked it out after he posted it. So it's just cool, like getting like a lot of that good feedback and people are liking it and sharing it and yeah, enjoying it. That's stuff, awesome. So. Man. No, I'm really glad to hear that. For, yeah. For you. yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's been an interesting process. I mean, I definitely, I got ideas to write a sequel for next year. Awesome, dude. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think the next thing I want to do is I'm kind of leaning towards a drama film. Cause I've got this, I started writing another script that's more of like a thriller, kind of like a neo noir kind of movie. But, um, it's, uh, Eh, it's it's tough. It's ambitious, you know. Yeah, I no, just, man. It's not really like speaking to me the way like I want it to speak to me. Yeah, just yet, it's got to so. feel right. That's the thing when it comes down. Yeah, it, it really has to feel right. For but you. I think the biggest thing about filmmaking here in this area is I think you got to be authentic to what you whatever your style is and your craft and what kind of stories you want to tell and utilize the people that are in this area because um, I've talked about this on other podcasts here and stuff like that. Um, a couple of my buddies, Lucas and Jordan. Uh, I don't think you've met them yet. I don't think so, no. Yeah, I'll have to get you guys together. I mean, yeah, they're, cool. they're, they're good people. Um, they have their own podcast, SYP uh, podcast, and they did a, a fan feature film called The Shave for, uh, based off Halloween. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. Um, but anyways, we, we talk about the film scene a lot in this area, um, and I definitely think there's, like, two sides of it. There's, like, the old school, like, 
who's been here for years and years and years and it's very clicky and kind of uh you know it's they're not really as like accepting or not or whatever like they don't like to collaborate as much with a lot of the new new filmmakers and then you've got like people who like me who's been around for about i'm coming up on seven years now yeah. so it's like i've kind of established myself but then i think there's some newer filmmakers uh coming up like even jordan lucas they've only kind of in the first year still uh but they're really talented and stuff mm-hmm. so it's like you i would consider you um a filmmaker kind of in in like my range and in between those and yeah. just kind of like whatever style and craft you have like it i i hope it gets celebrated and i hope you can Thanks, i hope you can kind of grow on top of that as well so i want to you can continue to share it you know like i mean it's my goal to keep I, honestly like i really do have a like lifelong dream to keep making movies like mm-hmm. i i think it's been in me since i was young it's only getting stronger the older i get honestly so i, I don't plan on stopping anytime i just want to kind of grow and yeah, just make sure it's on the level I know it can be at because I see a level it can be on and it's almost like, because I kind of believe there's like the instinct that you that you have and then there's almost like the way you execute it. And I'm like, that instinct can just be almost way ahead of how you even know how to execute it. So I like to let that dream kind of run on almost almost to a point where I'm like, okay, like I have to do something about it. I almost drive myself crazy about it to a point where I'll feel terrible if I don't just give it everything I got basically. Mm-hmm. So I like that from there, I just let a lot of passion come through and yeah, just get the, get the job done from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, and you've got, you've got, so you got a, a ton of movies under your belt. So I've really, I really love going through your filmography and uh, it inspires me plenty to push myself to really, and that's what you've really done for me, you know, knowing you all these years, you've really pushed me to just go out and do it. Like I, I've mm-hmm. always had the eye for it. I think that's what the strangest thing is. It's like, I've always kind of, so I always grew up watching a lot of movies and not just watching, but like really studying them, like studying the dialogue, like studying, just getting obsessive about little details. And it's almost like now I, I think knowing you really helped me out to just kind of realize, okay, all that, there was a reason for all of that basically. So I think now I'm at that point where yeah, I, I think there was just, I really believed in something growing up doing all this. And now I still believe in that. So I just really need to be a, a realistic dreamer. Like that's a hundred percent been it right there. Like be a, yeah. be a realistic dreamer. Not don't be a crazy one or don't be too over the top. It's okay to like let yourself have moments, but overall, yeah, I just like to be very stable about, yeah, just be honest about like what can be done, how long it'll take to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And I think honestly, I think that's been my motto since, you know, yeah, you've been saying this day all along. One, yeah. I just say, you know, I like I, up. well, it's, and you know, people ask me all the time about how, to make a movie or write a movie or whatever, especially like people who don't know me and they'll reach out. Like I, I get messages on strange films all the time, like about someone who's never been an actor and they want to be in the movie or like who, who has a short story, but they want to turn it into a movie or something like that. But my answer has always been the same, no matter like if I'm being interviewed by some, you know, blog or whatever podcast or, you know, a friend asked me, it's just going to be like, you know, write what you know, keep it simple and write in a way where you can physically do it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have the highest, most expensive gear. You don't know. You don't have to have a giant studio behind you. You just like, if you, if you can write a very simple, but contained story in locations that you know, you can go shoot and either you've got friends who can act or you can f- find some actors in the area, you can make it a movie. And, and the better you get at honing in on those, like, skills the more crafty you can get with the story and the characters and that because i really i mean what it comes down to is are people going to be interested in what they're watching you yeah 100 percent. and you know sometimes and yes don't get me wrong like the technical stuff does count does matter because if it just sounds like shit or if it like looks like shit you know it's very jarring to watch and yeah. get through but if it sounds and looks okay 
and you've got even better story and characters on screen and something that's just really authentic, then I think a lot of people are like more impressed by that Yeah. versus having a $30,000 camera and something that looks great, but the story looks like shit. Honestly, you know, dude, you're you know, so right. So just it's make, like, it, make it watchable as possible. Is you know, because I've been to festivals right. all over the country that's been, that we even got beat, you know, and we were up for awards, but the, you know, it looks great. Those films look great, but a lot of it's just boring and yeah. it's just like dull and characters are lame and I know. and I don't get it. You know, some yeah, but I don't either. I yeah. don't get it. And that's why I take my time because I just yeah because I think I do have a pride about that. Like I really want characters to be memorable. I want the scenery. I just want it to stick out in some way. And yeah. I just I know if I rush it, like I just I could see myself realistically being someone who would do that. And I I just I know my pride wouldn't be able to handle that in the long term because I just know I know I could. It doesn't have to be that. You know, it could be really. It could be really unique. Yeah, and original. I'm trying to find my own. Ver- yeah, like I I'm sorry if I'm walking over you, but no, no, no. I, I mean. Yeah, I mean, whatever you, what you were just saying also was, you know, kind of dreaming realistically. I mean, I, I, I never kind of imagine myself being like a Hollywood guy. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, any filmmaker's dream is to, you know, have Hollywood pick you up and yeah. you make movies for the rest of your life. I couldn't imagine that. living out in LA. Like, but you know, I, I think that is such like an old like. You can do it anywhere. Yeah, I think it's like do such it an home. old uh, stigma again with filmmaking. People always think, "Oh, this." Yeah. Oh, you're trying to be a big shot, L.A. Hollywood. It's like, no, 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 it's no. It's not like that, I, dude. It's more intimate than that. Yeah, it's like I don't get me wrong. My dream, dream is to be compensated or to make a full time living off creating art, Same. which would be filmmaking, podcasting, you know, producing other projects, just stuff like that. Like that would be my dream, dream. Making movies in between, well, making a movie, I you know, I never even imagined I could make a movie like how I've made movies before. I never imagined I would even make a comic book or yeah. you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like those dreams have been accomplished. So it's like I've lived that you know. So now I just like how do I keep pushing? How do I keep growing? So that stuff is like anything extra that comes, any opportunity that comes, is just like you know icing on top. But I'm I'm hoping that I can get it to you know. You know, hit it big in some way, Dude, but yeah. that's just. But I have to be realistically. Like, you know, not everyone gets that, yeah. and uh, it's a very rare chance. And that's the hard part. But yeah, you can still look at you, and be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. And you have to be all right with that. Yeah, but you still can create and still be like, because really, when it comes down to it, is like creating stuff makes me happy. Dude, if I didn't have that's it, that's why you're doing it. Yeah, I'd probably fucking kill myself. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, like I, I need like that outlet. Honestly, no matter yeah. what range it is, the movies are like my favorite but creating things is just where i i need to have it because yeah. i'll i'll be super miserable and i'll tell you man that's a and now you've opened up the, my, my door to say something kind of dark about that i, I think i i kind of have that too of like i feel like if i didn't have movies and music in my life i don't know what i do but i feel like i might be a lot more insane so i'm like mm. i think that stuff literally chills me out in a certain way yeah I think that's what i kind of realized with age i'm like Oh, when I was growing up, I was turning to that stuff. I was kind of hiding from something. And mm-hmm. I never really was honest with myself about that. You know, like there was a lot of like, and it's not like it was like serious. I don't, I don't want to make it too melodramatic. Like it, it really comes down to just like little stuff. that's just like, you know, like, yeah, like, oh, I didn't do a girl. Yeah, I couldn't get the girlfriend. So I kind of wanted to right. hide and find something better. And I, I literally did. I felt like, but now I can kind of see, okay, that made, made me a little cold hearted. That might be a slightly cold hearted way of doing things in the long run. I think yeah. I need a long time to really get that in my own way. And I think that I, it's really making a lot more sense to me. It's like, you can share this stuff with people, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to retreat so hard. And it's just like, I'm doing it for a feeling at the end of the day, you know? I'm like, yeah. I just want, yeah. Like you described, it kind of does prevent you from just 
really, really dark thoughts, or it just helps you kind of harness dark thoughts. You know, that's why I like a lot of dark movies because it does yeah. kind of like speak to a, yeah, a something within that I'm like a lot of curiosity and a lot of, yeah, just, yeah, just ugly thoughts I have. And I, I think movies can just really help you find a, a calm about it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And that's why, you know, whenever I'm writing, I don't, you know, if it gets dark or weird or something like that, it's just, it it's just like, well, this isn't happening in real life it's or original. at least around <laughs> me. So it's like, you got uh, I can get a little crazy on screen. And you know, going so. crazy is original, man. If you do yeah. it, it's almost that's what it comes down to. It's almost like finding out how to harness your own insanity, literally. Like, mm-hmm. just how, how do you harness your own craziness? You know, just do it in a way that, okay, that's what most artists are doing. Yeah. Like, that's what I start to realize. That you just see how, how innocent your madness really is. Yeah. I, at least for me, I, like, I've really learned how, like, a lot of the stuff feels like a big deal, but man, just look at it from another eyes, and I'm like, dude, this is this is nothing, dude. Like, that you're absolutely right. This is absolutely nothing. I mean, man, yeah, you look at any, and that's artist. courage. You have to have courage to see right. that all the time. And that's where I need to be better. I'm like, have courage to see that when you don't see it. Well, and and saying that again, it, saying it uh, as far as like you've always been aware, so you're even right now, you're aware. Yeah, of, like, aware of it. <laughs> things, you know, it's another and, thing and I have to, I have to, stuff, I have to so. act too. That's yeah. like a, it's like another angle. It's true. There's two angles to it. Yeah. Wow, man, this is good. Dude, I'm, this is good. I'm I glad we love, can do this. I always love talking I about love you. I love talking with like, you, man. And you and John had a very similar conversation about life and just you know stuff like that uh, on the other show, and that was that was nice to hear. Yeah, so. yeah. I've gotten really shy, dude. I, I got I'll come out and show my face more. <laughs> we can do this yeah, more. No, once you, we're here, once we're here, it's perfect. Dude. Yeah, we gotta you gotta get you. We gotta get back in a routine of some sort. We do. I think we need, John, we need to establish something. Took a while, but me and John, you know, normally we, we meet up once a week now. Yeah, um, and I've enjoyed doing that stuff with John too. Like, honestly, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I think me and him needed that also. I, we had yeah, that I was. You two really needed it. Yeah, it's been really, really good for me and him. We're we're uh, a lot closer than we've ever been. That's great. Um, Glad to hear that. And I, I mean, I wouldn't even mind if I. If you if you two just like bank a few episodes together, that way you I guys can hang out and still record and stuff like that. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, either way, we need, we need to make a routine of getting all three of us together or me, to. me and you or whatever. So it's, um, it's always great once we're here. That's what I'm saying. For sure. <laughs> it's never for sure. Good. Well, uh, a few a couple more things here before we wrap it up. What was um, so there? It's shit it's already you know it's gonna be 2023 next dude that's blowing my mind and i've been saying it for a little while like you know and i I, it's it's intimidating to say something like this but i've always had this gut feeling that yeah i I hope something big happens next year for myself and i really think that it's going to come down to just finishing this movie this movie and album and just really trying to get it to take off in the best way i don't know where it'll go but Mm -hmm. i I hope to find something of a fulfillment and satisfaction just having done all this yeah that's what i really need yeah what i've really seen through this process i'm like a certain fulfillment needs to be met and i'm Uh, like i I mean i i have high hopes for 2023 there's already a bunch of things in the works so hopefully uh for for you especially for all of us we we you know we get do some really cool things and see some great stuff come from it i think we got good things coming this year yeah i'm excited about it but uh for this year uh speaking of movies and music what were uh some of your favorite new movies that came out this year oh yeah dude um oh man i just saw a good one here let me pull up what it was exactly did you see x I've not seen X yet. How oh, was dude. that? Oh, dude. It's my, probably my favorite movie of the year. Dude, is yeah, it really? That's really, awesome. Really good. Nice, man. Yeah, me and John uh, raved about that. Dude, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I even know too much about it. Yeah, if you don't know much about it, stay stay that way and watch it. It's yeah. just like, try to watch it just for what it is. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. That's what, oh, yeah. I, the movie I was trying to think of was Babylon, and I thought it was oh, okay. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, I'd like to see it again. It's a three-hour episode. Yeah, it's, it's a long one. It's very ambitious, and I think that... 
I found the pacing a little odd for Chazelle. Usually he makes like, you know, more intimate kind of intense little dramas, but this was just like him taking on like a Wolf of Wall Street-esque kind of movie. Mm. It's very massive. It's very excessive. I'm not sure if it did anything too original. I think that's what I need some time to kind of realize. I'm like, it gotcha. It was a good time. I think the best part was the actors. They had a great ensemble cast. and Yeah. Some really, al- the directing felt very alive in a very good way. I wanted to see it, yeah. You should see it, man. I, yeah. think, you'd like, I think you'd like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Favorite film of the year probably had to be Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, Did you see that? I know. I still oh, want to watch man, it. That's, that's been grown. a lot of people's favorites. Dude, it's grown on me more time. Honestly, that movie right there. Honestly, a lot of the themes of anxiety we've talked about, that movie kind of give, gives it, like, hones in on a lot of that. Nice. Right? And the characters are just really good. It's really a one-of-a-kind movie. And just how, like, you put characters in certain situations, and it's almost like they become... It's funny how, like, the more intense the situation is, the more likable they become and how they handle it. Mm. That, like, it's almost like... They can almost seem a little like too eccentric in the beginning, but then as it goes, it's like you put them in a pearl situation, and all right, now 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 they're just lovable as hell, you know? Yeah, I, I love that about that movie. I thought that was really unique. Right on. Yeah, no, I I've heard uh, heard just amazing things about it. I, I mean, it's been a lot of people's number one favorite for. Yeah, it's a masterpiece, dude. You'd love it, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, oh, I you love it. It's very it's very original. Yeah, I gotta, very groundbreaking. I gotta try to find it, and check it out. Yeah, dude. Um, I recommend it. Yeah, did you see Barbarian? Um. I did not see Barbarian. Ah, that's another what one, was man. that? Fucking wild and really great. Dude, yeah. was it, yeah, yeah. is it a horror movie? Yeah, dude. dude. Awesome. Not going to tell you anything about it Don't. because it's just it's just another one of those movies where you got to like just watch it for without knowing what's going on and yeah. it's like holy fuck. Dude, there's a lot of movies that's come out this year. I honestly, dude, I go through classics so much that I really need to get on with new movies and yeah. new music too, but like I, there's like 10 or 12 movies that came out this past year that sound amazing. I just, yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't get through. a I didn't get to watch a ton of new movies this year. Um Unless it comes on streaming, I normally I don't go to theaters really too much, so uh, that's kind of just where I've been this last year. But yeah, I mean it's been a, it was a good mo- good year I think for movies. I think so you know? too. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of uh, yeah something of a framework's being paved out. It's pretty yeah pretty unique year. Yeah. So what's a good band or someone you recommend musically that for. Uh, you know, usually you would always refer to me yeah. to some bands. Uh, so what's what's something you've been listening to or something you can tell the people to yeah, yeah. check um, out? Let me think of a unique choice here because I'm always going, going through all kinds of stuff. So let me just think of a really I know you always out. go on like, well, I guess another thing I'm asking is because uh, you're always like listen to the Beatles or something. So well, I'm that, a little drained of the Beatles now. Uh, like, yeah. I, I drain them out. For, I think I overdid it for a couple of years. Yeah. I, I think I needed to because I grew up like I think I realized that like I think I think my family was secretly Beatles addicts, and I think I started realizing a lot about my family as I kind of okay. it sounds crazy, but it's kind of weirdly true for me in a yeah. way. And now I'm like going through other bands and almost like. Um, yeah, I almost just like liking them even more. Um, I've been in the yeah a lot of Neil Young's been sounding good right now. A lot of Talking Heads. Mm. Um, yeah, The Cure, Kate Bush. Yeah, Kate. I'm a huge Kate Bush oh, fan yeah. right now. Yeah. You still got that uh, that uh, was it seven inch that Frank gave you? Yeah, Frank gave me yeah. that. Yeah, I think it was a copy of Running Up That Hill. Yeah, uh, he's so bi- he's so mad now that you have. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that thing's worth a lot of money now. It kind of blew up on uh, Stranger Things. I'll listen to it so much it'll make it worth it. Uh, but yeah. dude, I love yeah. No, her stuff's great. REMs. I know we. I'm always yeah. on REM. I've definitely been on REM. REM bugs been kind of catching up to catching me. Catching back lately. up with you. I love them, dude. I right think on. they're they're probably when it comes down to it. Like I jump around a lot, but they're, they're one of the most important bands to me for sure because cool. they always kind of give me that like. It's the perfect amount of like pop melodic. It makes me kind of cheerful, but it's also kind of dark, and it's got a dark edge to it mm-hmm. also. And I just like that balance so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you turned me on uh, REM. Yeah, yeah I was like really I introduced to, to the them. murmur that one time. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're awesome, dude. Yeah, you've uh, introduced a lot of music to me, dude. Yeah, we've had a great time with music. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's far, of course like the band Radiohead's been big for me. Like yeah, okay. I, I'm always going back to Radiohead. Yeah. I think they're really significant to me right now. Also, nice. Yeah, yeah. 
never really got into Radiohead too much. Yeah, they're uh, they're unique, dude. Yeah, yeah, they're just real. I think what I like about them so much is like they they just like kind of have this. First off, the production is some of the best ever I've ever heard. It sounds very futuristic, I would say, but it's also like very. Um, it's very mel- it deals a lot with like melancholia in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and, and, and all their albums do it in different shades. Like sometimes there's like the more intense shades of melancholia, then there's like the light shade of melancholia. Mm-hmm. Now, like throughout their whole discography, they kind of just explore all these different shades of it. You know, really. Um, but yeah, I'd probably say they're my favorite band. Cool. You know, when it comes down to it. Nice. Well, I had a blast, man. I Dude, thought me this too. was a this great, great conversation. Uh, it's always nice for me personally, just kind of catching up with you and hearing these thoughts. But I, I hope, know. I hope, I hope everyone who listens kind of got something out of it too. Cause yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of layers to you, I think, and, <laughs> but they're good layers, you Thank know, you, and they're also very, um, it means a lot. Again, it's. I hate to always just say the word philosophical, but <laughs> it, okay. it is like it kinda, it's there's a philosophy almost, or or something just to be like you're consciously always thinking about a coolness things, and you're to trying it. to like. Yeah, it's almost like in real time when we're listening to you talk is like you're trying to even peel back the layers and find out what's going on. Literally, it's like talking and trying to figure it out as you're speaking. That's true. You know? Yeah, I do and, have that. And, and I think, then even afterwards, you're trying to reflect on what you just said to see if, it, if even it's true or not. Because, yeah, I do that. And I think what's funny is I do it because I noticed that, like, I, I think people like you bring something out of me, and I think that, like, you you come, you come jump to conclusions really fast where I think I actually have to say it to kind of dance around on what I'm trying to get across. Because mm. you'll, you'll probably listen to me and be like, okay, where the hell is he going? And then by the end of it, you're like, okay, there we go. Yeah. Kind of thing, which yeah. I totally, it's just, yeah, that's totally cool. I don't... I don't ever really expect people to understand like every single thing I'm saying, but I just, I think I'm always just trying to more hone in on just like, if I'm trying to reach out to you, I hope you just get what I'm saying. Overall. Yeah. I, I think I operate a little more like that in the long run than being like every word I say matters kind of thing. Right, you know? yeah. I, I just, I know that's not realistic. I'm not trying to be that kind of guy in the first place. But. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Yeah, man. Um, okay, well, is there anything you'd like to plug or promote? I know we got the movie. Just the movie, yeah. About. That's the movie and the album, man. Okay. Yeah, it's a movie for Fallacy and the album. It's going to be called Final Desire. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Fallacy and Final Desire. Are yeah. you going to have like some sort of social media like, I am. like page dedicated to it or like put a new uh, production page out to start funneling yeah. all your stuff under i'm going like, to work on that i'm gonna but yeah at the beginning of next year i'm gonna have that ready yeah i would like to have that just so i can have all the teasers out and all the yeah all the promotion in general i've been posting stuff on my stories but i could you could probably use a, a better kind of pr- promotion tool yeah yeah just to get it out a little more i mean it really just depends on how much you want to try to get it exposed i feel like and I everyone everyone's different i want to get this you know one. with social media everyone's different you know for me yeah. it's like i hate doing it but i have to do it so that's kind of why i i'm <laughs> yeah. consistently trying to post See, stuff I, and and uh, it's just a really like John. He hates social media. He sure. he doesn't even want to promote his social media anymore, which yeah. I don't blame him. You know, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, I want to do that. Yeah, because I really want to get this one out there. Honestly, I want to just get into film festivals worldwide if I can, like even foreign countries. Like I, I, that's kind of a lot of another goal I have. That's another reason I take my time. I think I want people in other countries to look at it and honestly just look at it. Like, okay, that's a very like Americana movie. Like I kind of mm. want. To, I I don't know. I, it's just a weird yearning I have in me to, okay. to, to make a movie like that. Well, I hope uh, I hope nothing but the best for you, man. Thanks, and man. You know, if there's anything I can do when it comes time to uh, releasing and, you know, even helping out with anything as far as uh, the post stuff, just let me know. You know, I'd love yeah, to man. help you out with anything Dude, I can. Dude, the world, man. really appreciate and, you and all that you do. Yeah, and then even when you're... Uh, uh, when the film's out, I'd love to have you back on to kind of talk about the aftermath of everything. Dude, to I want to talk about it, yeah. To see what... what 
either change or stay the same or happen from this to then. A lot of change. I mean, yeah, you know, like so. we've been through it. I feel like it's literally been an epic journey with this whole thing. I mean, this started, like, I feel like your and I's heads were somewhere so different. Yeah. So I feel like we were, we, were, we even like had ideas to collaborate, but then I think like you had your stuff going and then I ended up kind of getting weird with it. So yeah. it just yeah. didn't really work out like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I've always invited you to like still come out to shoots and stuff to, yeah. you know, if you want to just hang out or help yeah, out or yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're kind of. I think you kind of had to go on your own little journey. I had here, to have you know? a moment. It's because I never lived alone before, honestly. Right. I think I realized, yeah, and it's like I hate it because I know I sound like a slight ass, you know, when I say it like this now. But I think I, I really needed to isolate myself hard, mm. almost to really hear my thoughts. Like I, I just realized, as much as I have like a lot of nice thoughts, I have, a lot, I have some de- some some ugly thoughts there, and I just mm. want to sort them out, hear them, you know, and make sure that. I want to just understand it fully myself before I'm saying it through art, basically. Okay. If that makes sense. It's not like things I, I personally, it's more like I just have an intense, like, I have a lot, I have like intense anxiety about like random things, you know, just like, I don't know, just like, yeah, I, I, it's probably where my naivete is. I think it's just a lot of, yeah, just, yeah, just bad things in general. Yeah, I just, yeah, things make me nervous real easily. And I, I'm doing it alone, you know, and I can kind of see where a lot of guys have probably like gotten this kind of fulfillment from. You know, like other, having other people around, but I'm like, okay, I never really had, like, I, I kind of am almost trying to find it myself in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I almost see how that's beneficial, but there can be a, a hole in that also because it's like too much isolation almost. Yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of putting myself through an experiment, I guess you could say, this past year. And now I kind of literally, because you know what, now next year I'm like, holy hell, I got to live it up, dude. I, I can see where like sitting around too much. Uh, too much nothingness, dude. That gets old, man. Something about that feels awful in the end. Like even if it yeah. feels great in the moment. Like, and I think you're you you've been saying you're, you kind of would say that in the first place. I think, but I think I, I, I catch up to it in the end. Yeah, like, I, mean, I see a philosophical gain from it, but it does like, like I gotta live, dude. Like I, I gotta live my life in a yeah in a way that's yeah well that's nice. People were made to be around other people. Yeah, you know social that's creatures. one thing. We're social creatures. We need like don't get me wrong. We need our own space. Um, I need my own space plenty of times, but you know, it's, there has to be some sort of balance where you can have your space, but also be socially aware with people and what's going on and going out and hanging out with people. I was uh, a space cadet growing up. Just coming out, you know, (laughs) being, you know, going to that invitation, you know, and, and even if you're like, I don't, it might make me nervous, but just going to it, just to be around people and stuff like that, putting yourself out there a little more just so you can be. Um, again, around people and stuff Dude, like that, and then right. especially when you're feeling like, it, and this goes for everybody listening, but like when you're when you're alone and you've got really really bad hard thoughts and stuff like that, that's when it's time to like just text a friend and be like, hey, uh, not in the best headspace, or hey, yeah, been feeling pretty shitty. What's going on? Is there anything you know? Like because that you know even simple conversations through text or phone calls or whatever, like that that goes a long way too. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I mean, and so if you're ever going through like rough, rough patches, you know, you you know, you're still my. Oh, of course, I always got right? you, bro. Oh, always, 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 man. And that's, that's why I try to call never, you like once a week. You yeah, know, man. To, it's never that intense. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say it's like. I, I mean, I mean, I guess inside, like, I'll kind of have like those, like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like having like almost like a suicide kind of thing. I never actually go there, but I think I do joke to myself about that quite a bit. So there must be yeah. something intense living in there, just to joke yeah. about it. <laughs> I mean, and I, you know, and even me saying stuff like that is like, yeah, I'm just fucking around mostly. But like, yeah, but, but so, like, uh, it, there's a part of me that's always there's like, enough truth to where I'm okay. This, I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's a little crazy. Though. Everyone's a little crazy. Everyone's yeah. a little crazy. You gotta so just gotta, way. just gotta kind of learn your own craziness and and also have people around that 
like your craziness and and yes roll. dude and, that's so it, you, know, dude. I you, gotta, just gotta, you need to try man that's you know, it you've been off the island for too long yeah i know dude. i know dude. no that's it you know you enjoy and i think that also came from growing up i think i realized i, I think i was i kind of got in a lucky position where I, I i didn't really have to develop myself socially as much as a lot of people did because i think i just grew up in a circle of people that just kind of accepted me as that quiet space cadet mm. type which is okay but now i can see in my adult life okay yeah i, I kind of do have some Especially with the isolation that happened, you know, I think I, I retreated pretty hard into that. Now it's like, okay, I, I need to kind of learn how some basic socialization again. Like I yeah. really do. I've been meeting with some people, but I need to get out and yeah, re- truly yeah, meet, meet a fresh circle also. So yeah. I can really get myself out there as well as get back acquainted with you and John and doing stuff too. True. Yeah. I really want to, but yeah, I just have to, yeah. I, I got to get myself in a good headspace. Yeah, 2023 is going to be a good year, man. Yeah, it'll be a good year, man. It's be we a had, good year. 2022 is like, I would say that's the year we got fallacy made. Definitely wrestle with demons, but I think that it'll, it's all coming to a conclusion that's for the better. So right on. I feel it. I see it. I feel it too, man. Well, right on. We're going to look forward to fallacy next yeah, year. Yeah, buddy. It'll be We're next gonna, year. Uh, do you want me to put cadence in the show notes sure, so people can man. watch it? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, I'll put cadence in the show notes. So if you guys want to check out his previous film, uh, after everything we've talked about, it's going to be there. You can watch it. Uh, Blake Hall, hey. you've been on uh, the It Would Be Nice podcast a couple Thanks. times. Appreciate and, you having uh, me, August. I'd uh, love to have you back again, and yeah, again. we'll just we'll 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 get back into some sort of routine where we're doing some shit together. Oh, that again. sounds perfect, brother. All good right, to do it, man. Sounds good, man. Well, everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Until next time.